What is up on my beautiful Medicaid people? What's happening in the business? Welcome back. Um it's been a while. It's been like a week. Um a lot has happened in this week and I, and I think that is going to cause a pretty eventful episode, which I think is cool. Um but yeah, I wanted to start it off with some uh quick little hinker dinkers. Um so first off, please leave some reviews on Apple Podcasts. I'm trying to read something like bad. I'm like salivating at the tongue. Like I'm literally just like scratching like an addict. Like please just let me read some cool stuff. Um, even if you don't want to do it on like Apple Podcasts, like Twitter, like at me on Twitter or send me a DM on Twitter and I will read it out here on the podcast. Um, you just have to like specifically mention like, hey, um, this is my review, blah, blah, blah. It'll help me like 10 times over. So that way I can like actually remember to read it instead of like just looking at it and like just responding like it was just something normal because I'd be doing that and I, I don't I don't be thinking about it. Um, also, um, check me out on Twitter if you haven't checked me out on Twitter. What are you doing if you haven't checked me out on Twitter? Seriously. Like what are we like Neanderthals here? Do you get your source of TCG news from MBT? Is that is his progressy? really going to help you here? No, you need a, a killer gussy or a meta gussy. Okay. I have the best gussy. Thank you. Um, but first I thought I would talk about, uh, the megatons. So I had like a whole small little thing among the megatons, but we're learning a little bit more now. Um, we're learning about the, uh, like very low, um, short prints. And I think the major one we're seeing right now is, uh, wow, Pot of Prosperity is really short printed. <laughs> if you pulled one of those boys, like, you're really feeling great right now. But um, we're looking at, right now, it is like $41 is the lowest verified, I think. Which, wow, for one card, it's so crazy, but it's such a good card. Um, but yeah, it, it kind of sucks that, like, Konami short prints all these cards because... Like, I know personally, back when I first started, like, you look at these cards, and you're like, I don't really feel like spending $41 on one card, you know, because you're like, you're not in that mindset yet, where it's it's an investment, rather than like, oh yeah, this is just some random card, right? Like, uh, my first investment ever was Ash Blossoms. I did not have Ash Blossoms. I got a playset for like $45, and that was like amazing to me and i got a deal on it because you know i just started playing and i didn't have a set it was pretty cool um some other cards that we're kind of seeing a little short printed lightning storm is at like 24 dollars around that um i still can't believe this char card is this cheap uh it's kind of crazy i will be picking up a set when i get paid <laughs> um also forbidden droplet is still somehow at 30 dollars I don't know how this card gets reprinted like nine times and it's still $30. But I think what I wanted to kind of do was um, I kind of wanted to tell you about some cards that you should definitely pick up. And these are going to be like um, budget-ish cards, probably not over $10, maybe a little bit over. So the first thing I have that um, I think anybody like beginning um, or even like a newish player, or even, like, a regular player. Um, Ghost Ogre and Snow Rabbits, um, they're, like, $2 for the Prismatic Secrets, right? So you pick up a whole playset of this for, like, 
seven bucks. That is insane. Why are you guys not doing this? <laughs> like, um, I know it's not probably the highest rarity, but it's still a really nice price. And for like, I mean, you could play the commons, but like, why play the commons when you can play the prismatic secret rares for like two dollars? Another cool card that I definitely see and that I definitely think you guys should pick up is the ultra rare Nibiru. Um, Nibiru at one point was 20 bucks. Is that crazy? That's crazy to me. That's, that's what I paid for them. Um, so being high, getting a Nibiru for $2 to like check to elements, like anytime you want to, like, I want you to sit and I want you to imagine yourself. You're playing crystal beasts. I'd hope you not be playing crystal beasts, but you're playing crystal beasts and your Elements opponent uses all of their fusion effects and they end on um Kaleida heart curious and a bunch of monsters and you're like damn anyways nibiru and then you just win how does that feel that's how you should feel picking up two dollar nibirus um another card that i don't know why you're not picking up is three dollar ghost bells this card was also 20 bucks at one point why why it's a prismatic secret my guy pick these up Spend $9 on a playset be happy for a long time. Also, a card that I'm very interested in seeing um, like in the future is Small World. So I feel like Small World is such a like interesting and intriguing card that I think $3.25 is kind of worth the risk because I think like even in the future, like one random rogue deck will play it. And, like, their rogue deck is good, and then it just skyrockets. So, I think picking it up now is probably your best bet. Um, some honorable mentions, Dark Rulers, $2, but you can get the commons. Um, Underworld Goddess is a huge one, guys. It's $1.99. Please pick this card up. This card is insane. Like, um, if you do play Flunder, just pick this card up now. <laughs> it, this is the only card that outs the... The Adagnister monster, which we don't we don't fuck with the Adagnister monster. The arrival at Cybers, these nuts in your mouth. But yeah, that's a good card. Um, also, Link into the Vrains is a very, very, very interesting card. And I think that I personally would take the risk on this card. I think this card has way too much potential for the price it's like at right now. So it's like a dollar, around a dollar fifty a copy. I think this card is kind of nuts. I'm not gonna lie. Um, so I would definitely pick it up. I I'm I'm going to give the meta killer's opinion. You should pick up Link into the Rains. Now, if I lead you wrong, I'm very sorry. Um, it's not my fault. I blame my cat. And yeah, I, I think everything else is pretty like self-explanatory, like getting the ghost mourner mullet chill playset for like 14 cents a copy ghost reaper and winter cherries, like pick up these, pick up these copies of these cards, because I promise you it's going to be worth it in the long run. Oh, dogwoods for four cents a copy, like just pick up the ghost girls. Like this is the perfect set to do that. Also, um, if you were looking to play something fun, like B troopers, B Troopers is entirely com the whole deck is a common is a common printing. So if you're looking to play that too, like this the entire thing is in common. 
So just why not? You know, just pick it up. Uh, just not don't play the fusion monster. Just don't play the fusion monster. Okay. So um, some other kind of cool news that I wanted to talk about is we have kind of a new archetype. And what I mean by that is, is that we've kind of heard a little bit about this archetype, right? But we're starting to see some of the cards. And uh, wow, <laughs> this deck is insane. So I'm going to read them out. And this is coming out of uh, Photon Hypernova. So this is after Darkwing Blast. So we have a little bit of while. We have a while. So um, the first card is uh, Kishatari La Riseheart. So this is like a Reichhart slash Reinhardt, uh, like kind of like an extra, I guess, version. It's a level four fire warrior effect monster. You can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. One, if you can call a Kishitari monster, you can special summon this card from your hand, but it locks you from the extra deck except XCs, which I guess is not a great payoff or a great lock, but um, I think you're going to see why this card is so good. If this card was normal special summon this turn, you can banish one Kishitari Law card from your deck, except Kishitari Law Rise Heart. Banish the top three cards of your opponent's deck face down. And if you do, this card's level becomes seven. Okay, so banishing cards face down. That is an interesting like concept because I think that is like one of the most oppressive things you can do in a Yu-Gi-Oh game because if you banish it face up, you still have a way to get to it. There's only like a couple cards that can like get cards from banish face down. So the next one we have is a Tirelements Kishitari Law. That's right, boys. We play in Tirelements. All right. So it has three effects and you can only use each once per turn and it's a level set of seven water psychic. During the main phase, quick effect, you can special summon this card from your hand, and if you do, banish one Kishitari Law or Tirelements card from your hand or grave. Okay, that's fine. If this card is normal or special summoned, you can send the top three cards of either deck to the graveyard. Wow. Um, that's kind of cool, honestly. Um, the only thing I would be scared about, I, obviously, if it's a mirror match... <laughs> Um, if this card is sent to the graveyard by card effect, you can send the top two cards of your deck to the graveyard. Okay, so it's doing like Terrellement stuff, but not really a Terrellement card, I guess. I guess that's kind of interesting. So next we have Scareclaw Kishitari Law. That's right, boys. It looks like there's ha there's one Scareclaw, there's one uh, Terrellement, and I think, what's the other one? Is the other one just a regular... Yeah, the other one's just regular Kishitari Law. But, um... You can only use the first effect of his card's name once per turn. During the main phase, a quick effect, you can special summon this card from your hand, and if you do, banish one Kishitari Law or Scareclaw card from your hand or graveyard. Okay, that's pretty good. Um, this card can attack while in face-up defense position. If it does, apply its defense for damage calc. It has 2,600 defense. That's kind of funny. Uh, I didn't know we were bringing Super Heavy Samurais back, but apparently we are. The effects of any opponent's monster that battles your Kishitari Law or Scareclaw monster are negated until the end of the turn. Um, that's actually decently oppressive. It, it, it's locking you essentially out of the battle phase. 
not really locking you, but it's making your opponent think about what they're doing. And then the most broken card I have ever seen in my existence, <laughs> uh, Kishitari La Arise Heart. Now, this is like the boss monster. And if anything says boss monster, it has three effects. And every single one of them are like pretty insane. <laughs> so, it's three level seven monsters. So, it does take a bit to make. But, I mean, if you saw these last cards, it was pretty easy just to special summon themselves. Once per turn, during the turn... The effects of a Kishitari Law, Shangarai Law. Oh, that's the other level seven. There's so there's another level seven. Uh, we're activated. You can also Xyz summon Kishitari Law Arise Heart using Kishitari Law Monster you control. So you just slap this on something. It's like Zeus, but like easier to make. Wow. <laughs> so, um, I would like to say um, two of these are not once per turn. So the first one says, cards sent to the graveyard are banished instead. So it's a walking D-fissure. It's literally Shen Chen. So number one, you have Shen Chen, right? Second effect, once per chain. So um, you heard that right. Not once per turn, but once per chain. Each time a card is banished, attach a banished card to this card's material. Wow. Um, that's also really good. Um, it lets you re like recycle some of your cards. Um, and also just having walking D fissure, walking D shifter also too is pretty good. Once per turn, quick effect. This is the once per turn. You can detach three materials from this card, then target one card on the field, banish it face down. Now that doesn't seem amazing until you realize it says banish it face down. That's the big thing for me. Banishing face down essentially means you will no longer touch this card. <laughs> this card is gone. <laughs> and that's kind of how I feel about it. So, uh, we have some spell cards. <clears throat> so, uh, this is Kishotari La Overlap. It's a quick play. You can only use each effect once per turn. Um, target one monster on the field. Banish one monster with 1,500 attack or 2,100 defense. From the field, your hand or your graveyard, and if you do, the targeted monster gains 1,500 attack. Um, that seems okay. I mean, I, I, I feel like it comes out in like niche situations, but I'm not too big on it. The second effect is, what, I guess, what the card's really good for. If this card becomes banished and you control a Kishitaro La monster, you can target one effect monster your opponent controls and negate its effects until the end of the turn. Um, it's like breakthrough skill, but instead of milling it, you're banishing it, which interesting the next one is the sixth heaven of desire um you can only use the first and second effect once per turn and this is a normal spell target one kichitari law monster you control special summon one kichitari law monster with a different attribute from your deck wow uh this is a special summon from deck in defense position also you cannot special summon monsters except xyz okay um, special summoning from deck is always good. I'm always going to say special summoning from deck is pretty insane. And special summoning from deck is <laughs> good. Um, the second effect. If this big card becomes banished, you can target one of your banished Kishitarla cards, except the one you have. Oh, Papias? What is Papias? Is that the field spell? What? 
I guess it's essentially this card I'm thinking. And add it to your hand. Okay. So we have a field spell. Um, the field spell is okay. Um, you can only activate one card with this card's name once per turn. You can only use the third effect of this card's name once per turn. One, monsters you control gain 100 attack and defense for each attribute among monsters on the field. Um, if it was more than 100, I feel like it might be worth bringing up, but 100 attack and defense might help you occasionally. Monsters you control gain 100 attack and defense for... What? This is the same effect. <laughs> Is literally the same effect i'm very confused okay we're just gonna skip that the third effect is uh if kishitari law sangurai law you control activates its effects pop a card um it, it's basically like primeval planet but like i guess less good i would say it's less good and then you have another one a continuous spell called unleashed primitive planet so you can only use the third effect of this card's name once per turn one, your opponent cannot target Scareclaw Link Monsters and Visa Starfrost you control with card effects. Also, they cannot dis be destroyed by your opponent's card effects. Um, that's nuts. Hold up, that's actually crazy. That's that's really good for Scareclaw players. If you're a Scareclaw player, rejoice, my friend. You are getting uh basically branded law like branded loss, <laughs> or I forget what it's called. Uh, two, monsters destroyed by battle with your Scarecall Link Monsters or Visa Starfrost are banished instead of being sent to the graveyard. Also pretty insane. <laughs> you can banish one Scarecall Link Monster from your field or graveyard. Pop a card. Wow. Um, so, wow. This card is really good for Scareclaw. Um, if you guys are looking to play Scareclaw or do have Scareclaw, this is a really nice card. I definitely see this card becoming a staple in the deck. Now, we have the trap cards. Uh, Trivi Karma. So, um, it's a normal trap. You can only use one effect of this card's name once per turn, and only one. Okay. Target a Visa Starfrost you control and one effect monster your opponent controls. Negate the opponent's monster effects, and if you do, your opponent monster gains attack equal to half of that attack's monster original attack or defense, whichever is higher. Um, I guess it's okay. I would have liked it to do a little bit more, and and I and I, I'm kind of thinking not a lot of players are playing Visa Starfrost just in general, so it seems meh. You can manage this card from your graveyard. Add one spell trap that mentions Visa Starfrost from your deck to your hand. Now that, that my friends, is the relevant effect, and do you know why that is the relevant effect? Pretty much every card we just mentioned spell trap mentions Visa Starfrost. Um, Primeval Planet mentions Visa Starfrost. Um, the field spell for this archetype mentions Visa Starfrost. Pretty much every card in like this little lore mentions Visa Starfrost. So this is like Rhoda, essentially. <laughs> um, the second strap is what in the world? I'm going to attempt to read this. Uh, Root Purifying Struggle of the Sixth World. It's a normal trap. Um, you can only use the first and second effect of his card's name once per turn. If there is a Kishitarla Xyz monster on the field, make both players banish monsters from the field face down so they only control one? It's evenly matched, bruh. 
It's evenly matched for monsters. That's insane. Okay. Um, the second effect is if this card becomes banished, you can target a Kishitar Law XC's monster you control. Add one Kishala Tom monster attached to it as material to your hand, and then you special it. Wow. <laughs> That's also pretty good. Um, I have nothing to say. That's insane. And I, and I think you're starting to see why this archetype is, like, important. Because, wow. Um, all I have to say is just, wow. But... Some other cool stuff that happened, right? Because th that are that's a whole archetype, right? But we got new support for our old archetypes. And guess what? Dire YGO is going to be creaming everywhere. We got generator support. And the support's not bad. Um, I don't think it's anything to mention. Um, I will read the effects. So it's a uh, Vara Sadir of generator bosses. So this has um, basically three effects so the first one you can only control one of it at once and it's a fire fairy um if this card is in your hand or graveyard send one other generator card from your hand to the graveyard specialist card but banish it when it leaves the field that's pretty good um if this card is special summon you can special summon one generator monster from your hand or graveyard except her that's pretty good that's actually really good um and then the second one is a new rank nine um, and this is Leviathan Generate of Shadows. And you can only control one. And um, this has three effects. So one, you can only control one. Two, all monsters your opponent controls lose a thousand attack and defense. That's pretty noticeable. And then quick effect, you can tribute this XC's summon monster. Special summon one non-fairy generator XC's monster from your extra deck. And then you can attach cards from your field or any graveyards to it as material up to the number of materials this card had. So essentially, you're using this to go in the Jormander or whatever, um, which is like the boss boss monster. Oh, I think that's pretty cool. Also, um, we have a new Terrellements field spell. And um, the reason that is, is because, well... Um, Primeval Planet's broken, so they're getting rid of it, and we'll talk about the OCG ban list. Uh, we should have time. So, uh, Terralman's Paralaregia. So you can only use the second effect of this card's name once per turn. So you still get the attack boost for fusion monsters and Terralman monsters. The second, if an Aqua Terralman's monster is sent to your graveyard by a card effect, you can send one level 4 or lower Aqua monster from your deck to the graveyard, but if it's not a Terrell Elements monster, you cannot activate cards or the effects of cards with that name for the rest of the turn. So, um, let's just say you send Night Serpent, you cannot activate the effect. Which, I, I, I feel is kind of balanced, I guess. Um, so, I think the new other support is Evil Eye support, but no one cares about Evil Eye because as much support as they give it, it's still going to be bad. Essentially, it gives it, like, uh, basically, they can link using the the spells, like, the equip spells as material, which actually does seem like a cool, interesting thing. So, now, guess what? Um, we get to talk about the OCG uh, ban list that we still have not gotten a ban list in the TCG. So, um, some very interesting things happen on this list. So, one, the Forbidden... We they banned Wandering Griffin Rider, which is wow. Um, and they also banned Union Carrier. Finally, that card should have been gone a long time ago. But um, banning Wandering Griffin Rider is 
pretty insane. I never thought we would see the day. <laughs> um, limited, so Swap Frog. Um, pretty much all of the um, what are they? The um, Ishizu support cards. The uh, for tier. Uh, Sprite Jet is at one. Herald of Orange Lights at one. Uh, they brought Yadagarasu to one. Yadagarasu to one. Primeval Planet is at one over there now. Uh, Sprite Starter is at one. Sadly, the OCG has taken a big L because they put Fluwanderies and the Magnificent Map at one. Come on, guys. Why, why are we putting Map at one? Just, just free my guys. They didn't do anything, right? If you can't beat a barrier statue, just quit Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay. And then Time Seals at one now. Okay. So... Um, more, these are the semi-limited cards. So, ABC Dragon Busters to two. Uh, Double Iris Magician to two. Uh, watering, a Water Enchantress of the Temple to two. Which I, I think it was at one, so I think they brought it back to two. Uh, Havness at two, which is interesting. I guess you don't want to see, it is a hand trap, essentially. Uh, D Shifter to two. I, I could definitely see that happening. Uh, maybe not this man list for the TCG, but maybe the next one. Um, the Phantom Knights of Torn scales the two. Was this at one or something? There's no reason this needs to be a two. Uh, Lightning Storm at two. That's pretty interesting. Unlimited. Uh, Gen X Ally Birdman. Just Konami put this card to three in the TCG. It's not gonna do anything. Um, Jackalope at three. <laughs> now <laughs> that's a little crazy. <laughs> I mean, the cards like pretty good it's not insane or anything but at three imagine if uh Terrellements was had danger in the ocg imagine that that would be a little nuts uh spiral resort to three uh, that's kind of cool i'm i'm up with that bring spiral back um widow anchor to three um i don't really like sky striker players but uh congrats you've gotten more of your cards back and meltdown to three why was this card at two um Alistair's kind of been a uh, power crept here. So there is no point of him being at two. So yeah. Um, what else am I thinking about right now? I know the one thing I've been thinking about is I think we are going to start to see, um, as I predicted, pat myself on the back. I'm patting myself on the back. You guys can't see me right now, but I'm definitely patting myself on the back. Um, Runic is going to become a problem in the TCG. And I'm just going to say, like I've been telling people, the Runic engine is very interesting. And I think the main problem with TCG ideology and OCG ideology is really going to show because I know for a fact TCG players only care about winning. <laughs> so whatever it comes down to, they're going to try to win the game. And if that means mixing Runic with everything, that's what's going to happen. I've already seen an uh, Exosister Runic list, which was wow. Um, it actually topped two, which is also insane. Um, Joshua Smith, I'm pretty sure just topped the regional with the um, Runic uh, Sprite list, which is becoming the best version of Sprite at this point. Which I would definitely agree. I think it is the best version, giving you like the most like variety and like um, playability. Also, some cool rogue decks I've been seeing like really popping up. Scareclaw is really good. Um, I had Scareclaw 
I, I'm, I sadly got rid of it. Um, but I, I am really liking Scareclaw. I think it's uh, pretty interesting, and I think it's going to start popping up a little bit more. I think people are really respecting it now. And then also, um, I'm not ready to put Exo Sisters in Tier 2 or Tier 1. I think when you have a good pilot, that will, that's what makes the deck. So I am ready to say Exo Sister may pop back up to Tier 2 here soon. I think Exo Sister is a good deck, and I think... I have to say that I was wrong. Exo Sister is good, so I, I will take back what I said. I'm sorry, Exo Sister players. I'm sorry, Exo Sister community. I hope you don't patronize me and try to murder me like the Ghost Trick community did the MBT. So, um, that's the podcast. How'd you guys like it? If you'd let me know um, by, like, uh, I don't know. Answering the question I leave in the poll every day or hit me up on Twitter and tell me, hey, really like the podcast today. Why are you such a dingledorf? And I tell him I don't know. Um, but I think that's all we're going to do today. Um, just again, I want to thank you guys for uh, tuning into the podcast. It's a lot of fun and I love making it. So uh, doodle doodle do meow meow moo should still stay banned for me and you. Thank you.